Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, after this long winter, my family needs a style pick-me-up for spring. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, spring's first big sale is on now. Pick up fresh styles for the family from just $5, 10 and $15. With tees and tanks from 5 bucks, kids' shorts from 10 bucks, and jeans from 15 bucks. Whoa, styles from just 5 bucks? That's right. Plus, get 50% off swimwear and buy online and pick up in-store for free today. Now that's a real pick-me-up. Get to Old Navy and OldNavy.com now for spring styles from 5 10 and 15 bucks. About 318 to 326 in-stores. Select styles only. Excludes licensed and in-store clearance. Hello and welcome to the Christmas special episode of Juvenalia. I'm Santa's most favourite child, Alan McGuire. I'm Santa. Alan Tom. And I'm the last snack left in the selection box, Sarah. The fudge bar. I'm eating a fudge bar right now, actually. So <laughs> yeah. Appropriate. <laughs> so we thought today we would just kind of just talk about our favourite Christmas things, mm-hmm. mostly from childhood, but not necessarily. And just drink some wine and talk to have each a, other. Have a festive buzz. It's the three of us in a room. Yeah. Which doesn't happen. Yeah. When was the last time we did an episode with everyone? The last time the, the three Christmas of us... special. Oh yeah, it? the Christmas one last year was oh, like whoa. 50 people sitting here on top of each other. It was deadly rotating in and out. It was mental. It yeah. was like a, a party. It was like a Christmas party. It was. I even got party tired towards the end. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <And laughs> to be like, I, I have no one else to talk mm. about. I was too tired. Or this is more of a Stevens Day one. Yeah. It is. We're having like our sandwiches yeah. and... Do you have a Stephen's Day sandwich? Oh, yeah. What is it? Talk, talk oh, it's just it. like turkey ham stuffing, toast the bread. Um, like just Christmas dinner in between two little bread guys. That's, okay. Yeah. Do you have any special Christmas sandwich, Sarah? Not yet, but I might. Okay. I feel like last year I definitely got very involved in the sprouts and I feel like incorporating sprouts into a okay. sandwich is like moderately insane, but like what if that you power? Cu- if you mm. cut them really, like if you yeah. chop them. If they're like sa- salad? Yeah. Yes, yeah. kind of. They'd be like lettuce that's not a fucking pain to eat and get your mouth around. Mm, like what we, our Christmas sandwich, it's actually Carlan's Christmas sandwich, which is now my Christmas sandwich as well. It's, um, you know, the, the paninis you have to bake yourself? Yeah. Or ciabatta, sorry, ciabatta. Oh, One of those. they're like... The, like when you get cuisine the fan trials and exactly yeah the so one of those yeah, good structural integrity right exactly so yeah. Yeah. Stuff. yeah so we have turkey mm-hmm. um, Carlin's father's stuffing he used to be a butcher he does ah, the best stuffing so he knows the shit yeah, yeah. yeah. any secrets um, from it what's it like any? seasoning yeah what's the story oh I don't I, I'm not it's even going to try question oh. it family mystery so yeah. yeah we have turkey stuffing cranberry sauce and brie Brie, toasted so toasted go. open and then so covered classy. over that's it's a lovely Christmas I got really wicked into cranberry sauce when I was living in the States so mm. I can't I feel like it's just an excuse to eat jam with your dinner did yeah. you have a, Did you have the fancy kind or this one that came in a can like in a I had experienced shape. the can one um, yeah. Thanksgiving in, in the States but mm. I uh, I made it at home a few times yeah uh, with just in a pot which is just like some for the pot some for me sugar booze cranberries but the one in the jar the Tesco one that's one euro is grand really? it's yeah. absolutely delightful yeah yeah okay. 10 out of 10 um, that on a sandwich with a bit of turkey stuffing and brie laughing mm-hmm. like that's nah. the Costa Christmas sandwich I'm a big fan of which is basically that oh I think I had a Starbucks Christmas sandwich recently which was similar mm. but I feel like it had like pumpkin in it as well or something oh, okay. you know just I never get food in kind of coffee shops I always just get if I'm getting something in a, a coffee <coughs> Only in extraordinarily dire times I will, but my God, then I will lean into it. I'll oh, well, yeah, when you're desperate. Give me the most festive, insane bullshit that you have immediately mm. and a large tea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I always find buying tea is a bit weird. It's never as good. I've been off coffee yeah. lately. I'm, I'm moving I'm moving into a, a tea. Uh, I've become one of these people who drinks about eight cups of tea a day. And I'm kind of... Lo- like loving it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because if you drink eight cups of coffee a day, you have like a small anxiety attack and end up in the, like the emergency Palpitations. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Like, have whereas to. if you have eight cup of, cups of tea a day, you're a bit lively. Yeah, you're just but having not, fun. But you're not. Your pulse isn't going. <laughs> no, you know? you're, you're not, not scared like, of dying. Bringing everything, you know, <laughs> apologising for everything you've ever said. Like, you know, not, it's not that bad. But, if you uh, have two big coffees in a row, you feel like you've honestly committed a crime. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Or you're looking back on every crime you've ever committed and being like, nobody arrested me, nobody. <laughs> like, I, I shoplifted and got away with it yeah. when I was nine. <laughs> I find if, oh. if I even don't drink coffee for a week and then drink a coffee, I feel like my head is about to explode. Oh, it's really weird. I feel buzzy and fuzzy. Like, Have I've, you ever given up caffeine before? Um, Not really, because I've given up like cans of Coke Zero for like maybe two or three days yeah then, then I get then you get the shakes the headache yeah you get the no Coke shakes super pressure headache um, I did it for like a month I didn't drink any caffeine oh yeah. I just drank water I for like too. a water what challenge was like to go back on it then um, it was grand I definitely drink less of it now than I, I did because I went you know in, in college I did I started to get into coffee because you're in college you, you're in college mm. and then it was like you'd be drinking shitty and stuff to get it stuff done and I'd be doing an essay all day so I'd come downstairs and have like three cups of crappy Nescafe it's not even mm. nice whereas now I kind of if I'm going to have coffee I'm going to have it less often and make it nice and like get a fancy mm. something fancy and good mm. like almond milk almond milk mm. yeah yeah no I um, I totally lost my train, my train of thought there because I really would love a cup of tea but I have a cup of wine so I yeah, want a cup of tea fine. I've got a cup of wine should have mould some wine. I'm going to do that oh, in the next stop. few weeks. Yeah, wine. yeah. We Put got a star anise in there, and they look so pretty with the orange. They're so pretty. Well. I have a slow cooker, and a few weeks ago, when it was kind of just coming into December, I was like, "Is it too early?" Not fucking not. But also being being at home with, with just one other person, me and Kerry were like, "Let's make some old wine. Let's drink a bottle of wine and sugar." Like mm. it's it's, it's a wonderful excuse just to get delightfully pissed so at good. home. Like yeah, really you're like nice. it's a tradition. <laughs> uh, the flea market, the Dublin flea market's on this weekend. Um, sorry for everyone who's listening to this when it's long over, but we went in on Thursday to have a nose around and see what all the, all the festive stalls and mm. things like that. You know, get in the mood uh, and not do any actual Christmas shopping but think about doing Christmas shopping yeah. which Contemplate is kind, it, kind yeah. of the same thing you know oh, it's the, mostly it's, brainstorming it's mental anguish like yeah it's it's a long long incomplete list but <laughs> at the door they have a mulled wine stand and it's donation based or whatever so you know oh, you just give a fiver and they, they donate or whatever, yeah. oh, I think it, this, it's suggested a fiver because it's all yeah. donated I think, to a hospice or something it's mm. fantastic anyway That's but so my nice. fucking god is it a generous portion of mulled wine so you're gently getting pissed on <laughs> but, like delightful mulled wine while walking around all Warm these beautiful face, cold best hands. of our oh, look so where would you get us lots? Yeah. Are you yeah. feeling Christmassy this year? I am, and I usually don't really feel. Yeah, because all the lights all. are up in Waterford now. Ah, so yeah. it's good. We walked around yesterday. Actually, we were in the book centre in Waterford, which is the bookshop and card shop and present shop for most people. Okay. And we were, we always do everything in a mad rush at the end, yeah. like in the last week of December. But we were like, we could just buy our Christmas cards now instead of stressing out later. Stressing yeah. out. Like we would deliberately went. No, let's not do it now. Let's wait. I mean, there's no reason to wait for that. We, no. We're being adults. We're in our 30s. We're being adults about this. <laughs> we're going to do this thing in the place that it's for now. I feel good about it. That is good. That's yeah. very smart. Hmm. I think I'm feeling a Christmassy because um, I have a niece now. Oh. So yeah. I'm really into like, I'm like, Santa's going to be in my life again. Mm-hmm. And oh, like, it's so exciting. Yeah. I think as well, like working full time and stuff and like, the year kind of being a, a shit heap. Oh, this year was colossal, mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> it kind of makes me really want to spend time with 
my family in, be cosy and mm. fuck a load of glitter over the last month and just be like, it's done, it's done, bitch, whatever. Yeah. Sparkle, yeah. sparkle, I'm yeah. out. Like mm. That's exactly and it. I feel like 2016, when, at this party, at our, 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 our juvenilia kind of Christmas bash yeah. last year, we were like, this is the fucking worst year in history. Oh my God. No. It feels like 2016 was the funeral and 2017 was everyone miserably sitting around the 2016 pub 2016 was just celebrities dying. Hands. That's fine. That, could you, and now that's, we, and how wise are we that's now? That's just a diversion now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's been a trash fire. Um, I'm glad the, I, I feel like I'm more of a New Year's kind of girl than a Christmas girl. Okay. But there yeah. are aspects of Christmas that I fucking love, the least of which is fucking writing cards and shit. Like I enjoy writing letters and cards. Yeah. But the, the, the seemingly endless list of things to do. It's admin. To me. It's admin. Oh yeah. my yeah. God. It's admin with really nice stationery which is fine yeah. but it's uh, don't it's, pretend it's, it's not admin you know? but we got the tree the other day for the first time we've gotten an artificial tree normally we get like a Christmas bush from the market and it's yeah. not nice but uh, this year we're like fuck it we'll get a get a plastic one and nice, it's thick, sitting fluffy yeah, yeah it's got like fake snow on it it's really tacky it's it's my shit but at the same time we've been just like leave, we've bought the decorations we just haven't put them up yet we're just kind of sitting there looking at this miserable tree in the corner going, we did that one really? year it took us two weeks to, between oh putting up the tree and putting on the decorations because the lights were just annoying us so we decided the lights kind of hanging off it meant we're going to come back to this like how do people get park it? Yeah. how do people yeah. get good at Christmas do you know do you have to yeah. have children around to put images on I think it is do you yeah. know is, is everything else the sort of the, the, the dressing up of a bunch of tasks it know? is it is tasking it's like the way Animal Crossing is just tasks yeah but the, that's actually <laughs> real but I am also they're, they're taking me for a fool guys <laughs> have you been buying leaf tokens or no, what no I have not been buying but I'm running low on the old leaf tokens as well though because I keep mm-hmm. using the fishing net instead of uh, I bought JJ Slider yeah. so oh did you my yeah. boy though like, I, I earned the tickets I didn't actually pay for them but I still that's Brought 250 gone yeah, yeah. He's he, a good boy. he has a little music, bit of music playing your campsite all the time Nice. He's just like a like a bird. Like but then when you talk to me, he stands up and he's actually naked, which is weird. Oh, and everyone else is like got everyone clothes. Else clothes. Then you can <laughs> buy off their back if you get to level seven friendship with them. I'll have. Oh yeah. Know. Oh yeah. If you get to level seven friendship with anyone, they're like, "Here's my shirt," and I'm like, "Thank, Thank you, Maggie. You. It's hideous, okay. but I'll take it." I'm taking some heavy metal vests off Apollo and people. So yeah, Kerry got the yeah. Apollo zippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kerry, uh, Kerry's down. Kerry's way yes, more Kerry. way more diehard about yeah. than I am. I'm I'm currently waiting for a swing set to 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 appear in my. It's underneath the little canvas at the moment. Oh. And yeah, yeah, it's 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 getting there. I'm also sl- I feel like I'm making my fucking Animal Crossing camp more festive than my own gaff. You know, you're just yeah. I have a tree up in my Animal Crossing camp <laughs> with lights and decorations. That only cost me like hundred candy canes and got eighty of them back, so I was mm. happy. You know, whereas this fucking tree in the corner of my house is like, come on now, stick some things on me, untangle some lights, Sarah. I'm like, no, untangle lights is so str- get an adult to do it. Exactly. You know, mm. but I definitely think that you're right that if there is a baby or a young person mm. involved, it's like. You love that person and you're excited for them to mm. experience. You want to create magic for them. Yeah, because you want them to feel that feeling of like coziness that you had. Coziness and slight awe. Oh God, you know? Christmas was, I used to, it's such an emotional thing when you're a little kid. Like it's just amazing. Like I was thinking earlier on about what to kind of bring to the, and I feel like it's something that I talk about almost constantly. Uh about in terms of like really important moments in my childhood and cultural mm. moments was when I got a Nintendo 64 for Christmas mm. and like there is that gas early YouTube video of a child having an absolute screaming oh, meltdown yeah. when he gets the Nintendo 64 yeah. and I feel like I was too much of a kind of a wilting plant of a child to to make noise of that nature <laughs> yeah. it was a bit too fucking gothic for that but the the sentiment was very much the same mm-hmm. and on Christmas like Christmas morning is goddamn magical yeah. when you're sort of 10 
Yeah. And the last shreds of wonder are still with you. Especially if you have younger you, siblings who still believe. Yeah. And like good. there's yeah. no, and you're kind of, I think, I don't know about everybody, but for me, by, by that age, I was pushing back against cynicism really, really. Well, like, why did I push back against cynicism <laughs> yeah. the story of my life? But I was really pushing back against cynicism and um, letting go of magic and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and sitting down on Christmas morning next to my dad with a Nintendo 64 and Mario 64. And that was the, fir- the first time that for me the world became 3D. Mm. Like that video games yeah. became, went from walking to the left to the right to walking in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like Christmas. you could step in through the TV. Yeah, yeah. that was a Christmas morning. How old were you? Know? you? So cool. uh, that would have been 1996, seven, six. I think, God, I would have been... Like less than 10. Yeah, shit, I would have been nine. Yeah. That's a cute age to get something like yeah. that. It must be so nice for parents. Like, I think it must be so cool when you know that your kid is going to like lose it on mind yeah. yeah but also and you're my sitting dad on was it for amazed. a few weeks like yeah yeah my dad was utterly amazed as well though and it was seeing him in wonder mm. at this yeah. advent in technology because he sometimes talks about his big star wars head and he sometimes talks about what it felt like being a child going to the cinema mm-hmm. to see something that you had literally never seen on the oh, screen yeah. before yeah. like mm-hmm. spaceships you know yeah. like that's the uh, in in rural fucking tipperary in mm-hmm. the 70s like where are you going to get a spaceship? Do you know what I mean? So he has very much has a sense of wonder and awe around technology now, even now, and uh, and reminds me sometimes to be like you realize you have a box in your pocket that you can ask a question and yeah. it answers correctly. Like, do you think that you get a lot of that from him? Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And he would have been sitting next to me with this and watching mm. this experience. So that was a real big Christmas morning moment mm. that I feel like. I would love to, in some capacity, be able to pass that down to my own children. Yeah. So, like, I mean, at the moment, I don't have any, or no, there's no real kind of small kids in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But having a niece is yeah. is a perfect excuse to be like, she- magic is real, Santa's my da, let's go. <laughs> like, I am personally an elf. Let's do this. Yeah, you know? I don't like to talk about it that much. But just for you. Just for you, yeah. Just but, like, you. she's not even one, but, like, uh, you know, when you're still, like... Oh, just babies are great. And I think I get more emotionally heightened when I am around kids and babies because I really like them. And I know a couple of other little kids that are in my life and I'm just really excited for them for Christmas. So I think that's why. That's why I'm this year especially. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm fully throwing glitter over the last month. I'm like, nah. Like, I'm not really on the set. We all need a break. We all need a fucking break. Just a minute, lads. You Give know? me a second. Like, I had a really, really solid pumpkin spice latte in October. And I was like, this is my seasonal break. Fuck all of you. I'm going to have my PSL in the in, in the autumn myself. I like it. But, uh, I, I hate when them. people give out about people enjoying a season. Like, What's wrong mm. with you? The world moves in the same pattern every goddamn year. Some of us like some parts of the year more than others. I like I cold weather better because I, I can manage it more. I'm kind of low-key a sun worshipper but I can manage this beautifully. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's 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 wonderful. So yeah, how about you, Alan? How are you feeling about reaching the end of 2017? Uh, oh, glad. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a horrible year for me as well. Mm. Like, kind of this podcast and Roast Chestnuts were kind of the good thing. There were good, good bits. Yes. Like, they're, yeah. like, it's just across the board as a high-level view, it's just a dumpster fire. Yeah, just kind of just want to. It feels like count a, com- it it feels like a coming of age year. period, nearly. Like, yeah. Yeah, like the world is changing so much. Yeah, I see. I mean, the kids, cause like, so quickly as so well. So quickly and so viciously. And there is, again, there's a cultural cynicism or that's that's kind of emerging. And, and uh, I'm fully pushing back. Like, I, I can't. It's, it's, you, you really have to, have to take some joy. Good stuff. Or, or else what? Are we all just going to watch? I watch too much news, lads. Yeah. No news mm. for Christmas. But that's know? the thing as well. I think because we're all on, like we're all internet people, like capital mm. Y, capital P. Mm. Yeah. Um, there are people that probably aren't feeling 
as overwhelmed by the year because they're not seeing the news happening in real time and seeing things break and reading all the articles instead of just hearing about it in passing. So I think if you are like a news consumer and you want to find out and you're curious and stuff, it also comes with the... A cost. Yes, mm. exactly. Yeah. To like mental health and stuff. It's, it's been very tiring. I'm looking year. forward to not spending much time on Twitter over Christmas. Oh, I'm no. just going to reread Scott Pilgrim instead, oh, I think. Oh, work. Those beautiful it's on Netflix seven volumes. Oh, I have never read it, but... I, read it. Get it off D. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's yeah. so good. Okay. It's so good. Because I liked the movie I saw it like, oh, when I it was in the, the cinema. It's back yeah. on Netflix. Oh my God. Yeah, do you watch it yesterday? Yeah, I watched it on Monday. Yeah. Like, that and soundtrack I actually, is perfect. When the, when yeah. There's a bit to start when the camera starts pulling back. I actually got goosebumps Chills. the whole way down my body yeah. and just went, oh. I was like, it was that I'm turned into like, the Guitar Hero span and yeah, the beats going. It was like oh. visual ASMR. It just yeah. sent chills the whole way down my body. It was lovely. I really liked it. It's delightful. Yeah. And the, the the books are are fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, like, I'll definitely. The, I feel like, again, it's, it's possible to be quite cynical about the film. I'm not. <laughs> it is pandering to me <laughs> yeah. very deeply. Yeah. But, um, Sometimes it's just nice to enjoy something and just let yourself have it. Mm-hmm. This the pumpkin spice lattes of the world. Exactly. Here is about eight minutes where it's just me and you, pumpkin spice latte. You We're going like to get to know each other. Let's have yeah. a nice time. Everyone mm-hmm. else can fuck off. Uh-huh. Like staking claim over the things that you take pleasure for is uh, from is is very very important. Again, in and and I and I think part of the, part of making that easier for myself, like with things like like when I saw Scott Pilgrim on Netflix, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to tweet about this. I'm like, some asshole's going to tell me that that's like problematic or that I don't like that or they shouldn't <laughs> like that or that I'm dumb for liking that or you know that in some oh do you know that Scott Pilgrim's an asshole protagonist? It's like I know it didn't make yeah. studies. <laughs> I fucking understand. You're like, I can think critically, I, my friend. I understand, right? And Please uh, to leave me alone. <laughs> please to not talk to me. Thanks. Um, Bye-bye. <laughs> I just feel like maybe next year I'm going to tell the internet less. And this year I told the internet less. That's and the really year before smart. I told the internet less. Mm-hmm. How has and it next worked year, uh, it, I think it's actually really, really worked. Is it good for your brain? Most of my engagement with Twitter at the moment is the occasional, occasional political flare-up. Uh, and mostly Furbies um, or other 90s ephemera that I kind of go on rabbit. I did a Mr. Blobby thread a few weeks ago. Yes. Great. Really good. had a great time, but an yeah. hour just looking at weird pictures of Mr. Blobby. Mm-hmm. Those threads are so good, though. People Fucking who use Twitter for those and Weird Twitter. Right? That's like the reason I went on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I also, it's kind of why I'm still on it, is that, and also people Gassed that up. I would never have met except for the interpreter. Mm-hmm. But I think for next year, I think telling Twitter less would be good. I don't tell it's it what I'm idea. doing. Every so often I start to tell it what I'm doing or what I'm feeling and then I'm like, I don't fucking want to stand up on a chair in front of 6,000 people Yeah, go, guys, I'm very tired and sad today. <laughs> like, no, most of these people are pricks. Yeah. Like, you're you like, know what I mean? I'm depressed. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I, I didn't, I, but like, like when the Me Too thing started as well this year, I was like, I immediately was just like, I'm tired. I started and then I was like, no, under no circumstances <laughs> yeah. am I doing this. Power to all of the folks who did. I'm oh, yeah. in awe of them. Personally, that costs me something that I can't get back. But that's up, that should be up to you as well. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's a, well, that was my point. Was that's like, the thing. I tell Twitter less. Like, and people feel, I think, sometimes obligated to be like, I want to contribute to this too. But then... What does it cost? It's like, what... A, it's going to be something that might not materialise until mm. later on and how you mm. actually feel about what, you know. I think as well being a lady on the internet is, is trash. We know how it is. Yeah. And, and the, the, the discourse, I found a wonderful picture actually which I will, will pull up and read to you this beautiful. Cause when I, Please I mean, do. Uh, when I was in doing, I, I actually met someone I went to college with today and we were talking about English media and cultural studies, the undergrad that I did fucking years ago back in the day when there were no fees. Um, it was fucking a different, different time in history. Um, 
the idea of a discourse was something that I was completely baffled by. The idea that there there was this huge conversation happening within the world about different things. Yeah. Uh, but of course, the discourse is something that we use to talk about how Twitter conversations and thought streams move on Twitter, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so you have now been visited by the horse disc, the discourse of discourse. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Will you DM listener, me that, It is a frisbee with a horse photoshopped badly into it. If you don't share it with five friends, you will be cursed with 10 years of living in a hellscape where a definition wobble makes meaningful conversation totally impossible and we all fight endlessly in circles about trivialities rather than fight for a better world. The discourse of discourse. Oh. Like, that's that's what yeah. I find harmful about Twitter is I, mm. I, I, I don't feel like I personally can contribute to any progress. I watch people do it and I'm delighted. Yeah. But for me, Mr. Blobby Pictures and Furbies, I'm out. But that's a, that's a contribution in its own way, you know. Like mm-hmm. I love that those like when you see something like that on Twitter, it's like this like you're on a Virgin Mary, right? But like that's the thing. It's like this people will like it, and it's funny. And like I thought it was funny. I want to share it with people. I like to communicate with people and connect with people. That's why I like Twitter. I don't like Twitter when it's somebody explaining my joke back to me. Ah yes, or mm-hmm. faving like ten pictures. That I posted in a row. Mm, when it feels like surveillance, but it is automatically surveillance exactly. culture as well. Yeah. So it's got this really, it has a higher cost now than it did initially. Completely. Because yeah. culture has changed, Twitter has changed. Yeah. And the way that we operate within that digital landscape is completely different to how we did. Like yeah. I, I, I have for my fucking sins been on Twitter for nine years. And yeah. the way that we operate online is so different. And the way we, I, don't, I feel like initially we didn't emotionally operate with the internet but now that the phone is effectively an extension of our hand we're all cyborgs like we um, I think that there's we have become closer to it because it's also benefited benefited us hugely we've met wonderful people there and the, 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 the wonderful things that it can bring us are colossal as well yeah so speaking of wonderful things what do you do every year at Christmas like what is there a thing that you watch or something that you listen to like music Oh or like God. things that you eat or, or books traditions. that you reread. Yeah, yeah, even like just family stuff. That's I always listen question. to Sufjan. Yeah. I only I have, have to, recently. But yeah, no, it's been a... F- I don't really, get into Christmas, or songs for Christmas. Holy, but Silver and Gold. God love and Winter Boy. I love Silver and Gold. Yeah. I've Every bit of it. Of stuff oh, it's so be. good. Oh. So I good. To, I listen to like Best of Tack. Yeah. Start with Silver and Gold and work your way up to... Because it builds and builds and builds over three hours up to Christmas Unicorn. Which oh is God. about Christmas uh, sold. Which is thirteen minutes long. Yeah, and starts bringing in bits of Love Will Tear Us Apart at the end with big oh, brass and a choir. And well, you'd really like the Christmas songs as well because you are really into liking finding enjoyment in small things and like wonderment and stuff. And mm. that's Sufjan's whole vibe, especially with his Christmas music. And Ernest, so. really Ernest, he loves Ernest. Christmas. Ernest, yeah, and he he loves people. He loves like little details, and it's just mm. great. And there's I, so much care in them. Yeah, I love them so much. Yes. So I just yeah. not every year. So every year. Basically How long repeat. since when? Uh, I try hold off till 1st of December. Yeah. I let myself listen to Alphabet Street in November. Yeah. Because it's not quite Christmasy. It's no. just on that album. Yeah, yeah. But then once 1st of December hits, it's just, it's the background ho, ho, music. Ho. It's either that or podcasts pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. What about you? Um, I have been listening a lot to Last Christmas by Wham. Oh I'm my so god, really my sad favorite Christmas song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Michael. I'm so really sad. Oh god. But yeah. like that's the song. It's just it's a it's a perfect song. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, it, I actually it makes. I mean, people think it's it's kind of in the era of all those Christmas songs that you think of are like the oh the Christmas songs were ever written like that era. Like yeah. no one has written a good one since. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I think that one. I honestly 
it's really sad and mm. like it's sincere well, take it as sincere yeah. and then you're walking that's it because yeah. people like I think as well like generally about George Michael some people saw him as a bit of a pariah like after a point because it, it was so like like cheesiness and like all his personal life and like him getting arrested and all that stuff but like he's just the best he was the best I think in general for 80s stuff there was a long period where 80s was automatically cheesy so mm. it took un- yeah. kind of until recently people, people go no there was like emotions in the 80s uh, as well exactly. Bangers, emotions yeah. and synth yeah. yeah emotions and hairspray mm-hmm. yeah. so much so yeah that's the new one for me I'd say like every year what do I, I don't usually to be honest I just really like when we get our tree because we get a real tree and mm, I love the smell when the lights start to heat it up and the do you know I've thought about that that's full Christmas tree science yeah the lights heat yeah. it up and that's why it smells so good I haven't had a real tree since I was like seven so I've uh, not had that I uh, think. do you yeah. is it because you have dogs um, no my parents just got an artificial tree when but they you, became would you never get a real tree for your gaff no, Carlana's like a meter. So I think her, oh. maybe her mother was allergic and she, she oh, never had okay. one. So, yeah. And also the dogs would eat all the pine cones. Or that pine would be needles. terrible. Yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. I love it so I have much. a pine candle that I got that's in, in good. T- TK Maxx. So yeah, yeah. That's, What brand tiny. is it? Max Benjamin? Uh, no, it's like TK Maxx brand. You know, it's just, you know, they have shelves do you have any idea bingo, bingo is the only time three of us in the room we always end up talking about candles. Yeah. Candles are really good. I what candles. candles are we on right now? Guys, tell me about Most your candles. Most on fire yesterday. We had a big big because we put a tall candle in a in a Sorry, jar. No. This is actually a candle story. Um, and you lost my fucking mind. I got in. I got in and uh, I went to the panto last night with my mum and my sister uh, in the Tivoli. It's until January. It was fucking amazing. Oh, what panto is it? Deadly. Which it was one Sleeping is it? Beauty. Oh, it was nice. off the chain. I had an amazing time. I've never seen pantos. this many children in my life. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. It means I was a kid, but I loved them. So my sister and I used to be a dancer in them when she was younger. Nice. So we used to go to them every year. Yeah. Yeah. There were some gas kids. 10 out of 10 oh. extraordinarily young children very very funny yeah. like just giving it 90 uh, Sammy Sausages there giving loads there's a dame called Buffy uh, Sleeping Beauty and Prince Charming were as is traditional in a different show and playing it very sincere mm-hmm. while everyone else was kind of pissing themselves oh. off and in the long tradition of Panto they were all singing songs like the ma- ma- the Maleficent malevolent character um did a full Taylor Swift look what you made me do uh, one of the last <laughs> numbers was Steps Afraid of the Dark which is the, or sorry Scared of the Dark which is again the best thing that came out of 2017 is Steps Scared of the Dark Did you see um, that video of one? all of the Steps fans in the car park after the gig singing no. and dancing in a group no. I'll send it to you because I think you'll really like I it it made me like yeah, cry it was I saw them a few weeks ago and I'm still yeah. not, I'm actually still not okay and if I start talking about it I'm going to talk about it for 25 minutes so we're not going to do that okay. because <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just go into Happy for you. Candles yeah. Yeah. so I got in from the panto last night like absolutely on a different planet fucking wired out of my mind and uh, on a good boy Carrie like, had a, we had you know, candles mm. you know atmosphere lighting yeah. and one of them kind of pr- was a bit taller than the jar and uh, our ambitious beautiful stupid cat um, it was very very long fur went over to investigate it oh. and uh, singed half his whiskers off Oh. and there was a little no. flash as well when it happened it <gasps> was really he scary uh, he got a fright but he's completely uninjured oh, and good. still yeah. an idiot so uh, he kind of ran away and then just kind of sauntered back to the table as normal yeah. looking absolutely ridiculous but uh, it wasn't even a scent of candle yes well yeah. he's, he's absolutely adorable yeah. he's very very handsome he'll mm-hmm. he'll find a way to make it work you know yeah. Um, but yeah that was our candle mishap uh, last night candles are deadly I love them real good What's I have a lime and black pepper one I got in Dunn's okay. oh, it's really nice and I really like the one there's a moody one and it's not the Hinoki wood one which is one of my favourites mm-hmm. I recently got a lemon and ginger one. Oh, and that's nice. really very really fresh nice. yeah. Crisp. yeah yeah, yeah. 
very good. So you're going for winter candles? As in, like, a little oppressive, can't they? They're a bit of cinnamon. You know? They kind of, yeah, I feel a bit encroached upon when I smell a winter candle. It's too much. It's like the presence in the room. I don't like one. There's like the very mulled winey ones, which are too much. I don't like them. I like some of them where it's kind of slightly (laughs) nutmeg or something. You know? Yeah, we have a gingerbread candle. Oh, that's good. Do a hint of nutmeg, though. Nutmeg's just kind of like, I'm here, bitch. Yeah, you can't. This yeah, is my house now. That doesn't make sense. Actually, what I just said, you can't. It's like having a hint of I don't know, like putting a hint of turmeric in it and hoping that doesn't turn orange. Mm. And then all of your Tupperware is orange. Great years. Yeah, you. but it's so delicious. I'm using the black sandalwood one at the moment. Oh god, I'm not sure what's black about the sandalwood, but it smells. That sounds very like if it was described as a fragrance, it would be Oops. unisex. Would I be yeah. right? Yeah, it's Carlan. It's finds a weird it, phrase. Carlan finds it very masculine, so I don't even like it when she's not there. I would like so. I kind of like those candles though it's like I usually like a lot of the time I prefer like aftershaves to perfumes mm, it's a bit of a library smell oh I think okay. I like that that's yeah. a nice atmosphere if you mm. even want to like have a cozy reading time yeah yeah yeah. the one I'm using at the moment is called Pearl Grey that's very it's um, like, um, sexy yeah, sexy yeah. it's very sexy but it's kind of like it's pomegranate and which is also sexy. That sounds delicious. Pomegranate and something else very muted. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like if anything vanilla flavored comes into my house, I'm just like fucking holy water out of being like, get the fuck out. I did um, that when I started on candles, but you move away from it when you realize what else is I out mean, there. I say yeah. as well as I open these boxes of Christmas biscuits and I get eating it's good. Smelling it, yeah. I'm smelling good. it is very again oppressive. It's like how all the celebrity perfumes always have a lot of vanilla notes. Mm. ASMR. Caroline got me Describe um, the biscuits Like in a whisper <laughs> Hi guys Sorry I haven't made a video In a while Welcome back to my channel Just wanted to update you On my journey <laughs> <laughs> These are some festive friends They're mm. small Small biscuits With little ranger Yeah do you want to pass me one now Yeah, yeah do it I like animal biscuits But possible. Thank you Oh my god they're really cute right, So for my birthday Caroline got me um, A Dharma candle from Lost So it's vanilla But it's like It's the full Dharma branding so I don't, it's like see, I've issued. never watched Lost, so to me, that's I, I love great, it. man. Yeah. Anyone who says Lost is bad is a hater and wrong. If you mm. think you're smarter than Lost, good for you. Yeah. I've heard some people were a bit like, what? When, in terms of how it ended, like my friends who watched it at the time were like, oh, what? But they wouldn't have a bad word said about it. Like The ending is divisive, but it it does hold, it makes sense. No, I don't There's watch the endings generally, but I did watch the end of Lost. Yeah. I found it quite, I found it quite nice. Yeah. Mm. Like the show is imperfect. Mm. I don't know where people get this thing where there's like everything has to make total sense. Yeah, no, yeah. It but it doesn't. Would you relax? Life isn't like that. There was yeah. like an article yeah. of like fifty unanswered questions from Lost that came out after the finale, and I was like, I can answer like forty eight of those. Because <laughs> I this watched show? it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was the other polar bear? They told you. Yeah, there was. Po- there were polar bear cages for like six episodes. Yeah. That's where the polar bears came from. <laughs> those cages that you saw for episode after episode oh, after episode. I should episode. go back and go back and do Lost. Do a oh, Lost appreciation podcast. Karen also got me an upside down candle. A stranger <gasps> thing. And if you open it, you go. That is probably what the upside down smells like. Fire? Kind of sandalwoody again. Ah, yeah. of course, of course it's an end smells like sandalwood. Yeah. Do you find that, did you find because you are a man, mm-hmm. where you like, is it weird for me to like candles at any point? Or are you just like, I love things and I'm a human being and I I'm love my life. I'm just into them. I like them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't because there's probably some guy smells. out there that would buy like they're like I'm only going to buy them if they're called mandals you know you see them in TK Maxx there's, you can tell they're like aimed at men there's like one that's ah, leather gendered wax there's Ew. like leather candles and like it smells so strong and weird or it's tobacco. like you're I'm like, like you don't want to like fucking tobacco yeah it's like you're just sitting with a saddle on your face or something <laughs> when it's really weird no. yeah like in a stable or something mm-hmm. no 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 um, 
Alan, what's a Christmassy thing you like? Um, a Christmassy thing that I like? I like watching EastEnders but not knowing what's going on. Okay. Oh. Because I only watch it once a year and like everyone, like my sister watches it. One of my sisters does so, like she'll be at the house and we'll, I'll be watching it and I'll be like slowly piecing it together. I'm like, so who's going to murder him? Why mm. is that? Someone always person? dies at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> who's like, what is it going to be a fire? Is it going to be an electrical, like someone going to get shocked to death or whatever? And I like that because by the end, I'm like, I can't believe Dennis did that. And like, I wouldn't have watched <laughs> so it. Invested. Yeah. So I like soaps and I like watching um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder. That, that's a Christmas movie oh, it's always on during the day yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember it reminds me of like being in my pyjamas in like 2001 eating a selection box at like 11 o'clock you know mm. good Solid. times yeah I only saw um, it for the first time a couple of years ago oh I loved it I also yeah. fancy Gene Wilder looking back as a kid which yeah. is like um, I don't know where he's, probably he's very controlling yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kind of squinting into my memory I'm like but would you though I don't remember probably He's just kind of weird. Am yeah, I always? he probably would yeah. though. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, like. He's got really, yeah, just to know. Just to know. <laughs> just, just to know. know. I'm like that with so many, I'm like famous people. I'm like, I just be, I just want to know. Yeah. What's mm. all that like? I'm not like, yeah, like actually a Christmas thing. It's not a Christmas thing, but it's like my wintertime discovery is just that I love Army Hammer and his life and his wife and his two children. I'm going to have to look him up. He's just very handsome. He's six, he's six foot five. He's in Call Me By Your Name. A or M I E Hammer. He's just very handsome, very okay. all-American guy. Usually, it wouldn't be what I'd be into, mm. but um, I think it's just because I watched Call Me by Your Name and I was like, I love this oh, man. Yeah. He's a real he bad. He has that, but he also has that nice uh, Helmsworth generic face. That's ex- it's exactly that. Oh, he could be any of them, couldn't he? No, that's <laughs> the thing. but in a nice way. Yeah, you fi- I find it comforting. Oh, ah, uh, yeah, no, he's grand, yeah. isn't he? He's very pleasing. Exactly. <laughs> he's very, you're a very pleasing that's, man, Army. That's fine. Well yeah. done. <laughs> Nice job on the symmetry, babe. Yeah, yeah I so heard Call You Your Name is good. People keep telling me to go to see... It's uh, so good, I cried lots. Yeah, I will. Lots. I haven't been to the pictures, to pictures in a really long time. I don't go to the cinema cave. that much, but I went to that and anytime there's a film and it's a storyline and it's not heterosexual, I don't care if it's bad. I'm like, cater to me, <laughs> pander to me, please, like, God, pander me. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Actually, speaking of... Carol, that's probably... Oh my fucking God, Christmas movie, Christmas right? Movie. Yeah. Probably, yeah, my favourite Christmas movie. I haven't seen it yet. It's on film four on the 19th, so I'm going to finally I see it wept, then. I wept so hard. Did you cry the whole way kind of through? Pretty much the whole yeah, way through. Yeah, I was just like... The I wasn't, score as well. Yeah, the score was outrageous. The costumes were outrageous. Fucking... Just... I, again, one of these things are like, if I start talking about it, I'm just going to keep talking about it. Do you know what it. bit made me cry the most? I'm just going to sit back and let you talk about Carol for a Was when <laughs> Rooney Mara was on the train and she was crying and she was crying so real. Like she had like snot running down her nose and I and was like, still look perfect. that is how you cry. Yeah. When shit is like, uh, oh my God, no, please. If anyone hasn't seen Carol. Please go and see Carol. Especially is, you, Alan. I will. Alan, I'm it's, setting it's, it for 19. As soon as I can set to record, I will. It's beautiful. The book yeah. is good too. It's not as nice because Carol's actually kind of borderline really mean to Therese I think in the she's kind of mean. But like, in a way that you're like, I don't care so much that you're mean. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> like, no, it's actually okay. She looks like a fucking lion. Yeah. Like, she's absolutely yeah. stunning. And she's re- and again, she's really hard. Like, she's really, um, she's not like warm and cosy no. at all. Oh, it's just so good. It's, and Sarah Paulson's so good in it too. Oh, she ended as well? Yeah, she's... I love Sarah Paulson. You just have to watch it. Please I will. watch it. Oh, I absolutely want, will. Yeah. I want to hear about what you I don't about. think I've you gasped aloud in the cinema since. No. 
like fully breath leaving your body. Yeah. Cannot believe this is fucking happening. It's an outstanding piece of cinema and it's super festive. Todd Haynes <laughs> is like the best director ever. He's amazing. All his okay. films are amazing. It's a little, I mean, it is kind of male gazy. It's a little bit like lingering on Rooney Mara's jawline yeah. for like fucking two minutes. But like, I'm also pander to me. You know, I'm chill hanging out on I, Rooney Mara's I'd, jawline. I'd like that, like, please. Rooney Mara's stunning. Do you know her real name is Trish? Are you? Gospel. Her real name's Trish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an amazing, what an amazing smoke and mirrors. Is her real name Trish. Is Trish Mara. Yeah, yeah. If she ever becomes an aunt, that'd be good. Trish. Um, That's a good oh aunt's name. Why? I wonder. So Rooney's like a, it's like Stage a name. Absolutely. Name. Good mm. on her. Yeah. I mean, she hey. still looks like a teardrop of Christ manifest on the planet Earth. <laughs> That's but exactly yeah, it. But that kind of changes the mystique a little bit yeah. when you're like, our Trish. Yeah, Trish. yeah. Oh, Trish, yeah. It just reminds me of like someone who would be at the customer service desk in the square. Yeah, it's my, it's, like, it, is, it is also my ma's name. So I'm like, oh, it's my ma'am. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like oh, a ma well. name. It's a real mammy name. So now mm. it's mammy Trish right there your jawline <laughs> but yeah Carol is a beautiful beautiful festive video yeah. I feel like uh, my, my family watched Doctor Who um, oh is that yeah. like a yeah, yeah my mother is really really into Doctor Who she would watch it a lot as a child so mm. when it came back a few years ago does she, she have a favourite Doctor uh, yeah I think it's Tom Baker yeah yeah so she would have been he would have been the Doctor when she was yeah. like the right age to be into it she latched but, uh, uh, latched yeah. and um she has a couple of like my my mom collects Christmas decorations and like makes Christmas decorations mm-hmm. and stuff. So our tree has no two decorations the same because since the year me and Kate, I was born, then when Katie was born, they her and my nana make one for us every year with the year and our names mm-hmm. on it. And then if we go somewhere, we'll always bring back a Christmas decoration with, if possible, with the year on it. Oh, that's like so, a magnet, you know, when people bring back yeah, our yeah. Christmas decoration. We do yeah. that so, as well. We do both of them. That's so yeah. when the tree is up, it's like. Uh, a kind of a, a scrapbook nearly of, yeah. of everywhere we've We actually talked about this in one of the episodes of Rose Chestnuts earlier today because ah. our, our tree is the same every or, ornament has it's a from place. somewhere and has a thing yeah. but it's not so lovely aren't Christmas trees just can we just talk about how mm. Christmas trees as a thing they're mm. an altar they're so beautiful yeah they're yeah. an altar and especially if you collect pieces from your life and put them together they're an altar to lived experience yeah mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think that we have enough of those in our homes day to day like fuck your hig and scandy middle no and like, like not having any clutter like I like clutter I like I like feeling like there's people living in people a house. live mm-hmm. here people have things and yeah. I I, again, I, I feel like so it, it's Christmas is odd because I was just coming through town on the way here, and it's 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 the shops are mobbed and consumerism and capitalism of evil and like yeah. oh all the things we enjoy are problematic. We know we've we've been through Listen. this. The discourse has arrived, um, but uh, at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> nothing new, nothing is pure. You can enjoy nothing, but I do think that collecting pieces of life and displaying them once a year, covered in lights on a tree, is kind of amazing. I think mm. it's amazing. It's the closest thing to like real life magic that there still is. Like after Santa, like I was really sad. But the one thing that I has never like lost its shine for me is the tree. The tree. Yeah. Mm. Like if you think so of the much. way like in like planet Earth or whatever, that birds during like mating season or whatever, like yeah. I'm going to fucking go around and collect some good leaves. And then my good leaves are going to be what makes my partner come to ha- hang yeah. out with me, right? Here are some beautiful, or like they find like a bit of plastic or a bit of glass. Or like a shell. And they'll, they'll effectively yeah. build a little shrine to be mm. like, this me. I'm capable. This is yeah. who I am. <laughs> but at the same time, that's kind of what we do with Christmas trees, mm. that once a year we bring out all of these pieces of our lives and stick them onto a bush and are yeah. like, this is me. This is us. Yeah. It's mad that like... S- you can get nobody to agree on pretty much anything anymore but no. we all just say you yeah, know this is a good thing to do we should all do this yeah. every year get yeah. a tree put a load of stuff on it put rangers all over the house 
and we're all okay when everybody buys into it. Yeah, even like, if, even even within a secular environment, which is great, mm. the tree the tree has become a secular item. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it and I think it should be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I think is so nice because I feel like in general, everyone, the corporate forces are always trying to be like, how are you supposed to be more productive? How are you going to be an oh effective person? How are you going to be successful? Post-capitalism. Mm-hmm. Work yourself so, to death. Yeah. And like never be off and stuff. So the fact that at least we all still take time out of mm-hmm. a really busy time of the year to be like, okay, so we have a big tree in the house and we need to Put some stuff on it. And like carefully decorate it. It's not serving a purpose. It's not earning you any money. It's not, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's not a productive item. It's aesthetic. You need to be frivolous in life. Like, Yeah, mm. it's a reminder. Like I was thinking about this earlier. I was just like, man, celebrating is fucking hard. Like it's so hard to stop and take stock of things because find the, the strength of life to be like, to okay, let's do it. Like, and, and, and find the space within where performance of celebration and actual taking a moment to be grateful lives. Mm-hmm. And something it's about... It's hard at Christmas. And it mm. is. Yeah. This time of year, man, fucking mm. dark all the time lads mm. it's only bright for like five fucking minutes and the song goes in again so taking the time to stick a tree up mm. is kind of fucking gorgeous yeah, yeah. like that's really that's lovely. the good shit mm-hmm. Carlan finds it weird that if we're in the house I have to have the Christmas tree lights on even if we're not in that room I like first minute nah. when we come home it's like Christmas tree lights on straight away oh all the time yeah all the time if we're all even if we're going to be home for like five minutes just yeah. to drop something off for like lights on lights on yeah absorb it's so it lovely. Mm. it's good so energy lovely. Do you remember when you were like a little kid and you'd like sit under the tree and like squint and like move your head around and the lights do that for color. maybe an hour? <laughs> and, I'll t- and I'll tell you what, right? As a big fan of seasonal food, there is not, and I'm going to have another rose as I'm saying this, there is not a single thing more delicious than the weird little Cadbury's boys that you hang on the tree. Good woman on the trees in the world. Um, there's not a single kind of chocolate more delicious than the very particular kind of Cadbury's chocolate that's wrapped in foil with a little string in it that you hand that you hang on the tree. Do you know yeah. the ones? Yeah. They They'd be like the Santa or something? They basically, yeah. Or a little square so present. Yeah. Like teardrop kind of ones? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So delicious. They are holy. Yeah. And there's nothing that tastes like It's like, like a different them. level of Easter egg chocolate which I think is yeah. one of the best chocolates. Yeah. Because I don't know about you guys but for me it was like those cho- those direct decorations would go up with the tree but you fucking weren't allowed to eat them until Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just yeah. had to sit there looking at them. There's people like <laughs> whose parents are really to get them an advent calendar and like let them eat it all and I remember being like oh my god if no. my mom <laughs> knew that I had <laughs> I just considered yeah another door yeah exactly like who did this actually though when I was a bit younger I once opened up a tin of roses with a Stanley knife Ellen that's mm. brilliant I also what did you go for I also did this yeah what did you go for because I'm uh, such a basic bitch. I wanted um, there was it's it's a really good one. I can't remember what it's called now. It was discontinued. It was a oh shit. It was a, it was like a truffly one. It was a blue like it was a because they made all the roses. I'm going to look at the back of the packet. We have a packet of them here. Because I did it with um. Do you remember when they just used to do like a little regular dairy milk bar? Mm. Oh stop. Yeah. Right. So totally basic but utterly perfect and has that Christmassy taste. Yeah. You know, that seasonal chocolate taste. Sorry, I've got caramel, caramel in my mouth. Hang on. It's this is it's Christmas time. We're allowed to have caramel <laughs> in our mouth. Sorry, Brian. Um, opened it up, extracted many of the dairy milks. It's like when you do celebrations and you get all the Maltesers out of it. Oh, mm. remember the Galaxy Truffle R.I.P. Do yeah. I fuck? They were perfect. Like it never to be. You'll never see the likes of them again. No, no. me and Carrie have been getting Christmas. Uh, we're we're operating towards the first of a, a food podcast, and um. We were we were exploring Christmas biscuits. 
as oh. part of our travels we have now gone through five tins of crisps <laughs> as in like are you going by reviewing them biscuit by biscuit so what's your tin of of the year so far well we haven't done the whole run yet so far we've had a Tesco uh, Belgian chocolate box which is Lovely. the worst L- presentation outstanding mm-hmm. innovation off the walls yeah. tastes like trash so That's very very disappointing upsetting, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the Fox's chocolate box it's black off the chain yeah Fox's the are chain. such a choice Biscuit. They're really good. We've, we're yeah. going through the Jacobs afternoon tea box moment, which is extraordinarily large. So we might be with that for a minute. I they're really like massive. it. They're mm. fucking huge, and they're not particularly festive or decadent, but they're fucking sturdy. Yeah. And the other one we did the Cabaret's tin as well. Is that why you're drinking so much tea? That's what. That's actually probably <laughs> I'm drinking too much tea. I'm just like eating biscuits, drinking tea, man. It's fucking December, like mm. buckle down. But um, milling them into you. We will. We will. We will go all the way to the USA box. Like we will. Oh, yeah. Go through the whole gamut, and we're the taking weird little jelly on top of them. <sighs> the pear. Like we'll yeah. we'll take notes all along the way, and um, I would read detailed like that's like that blog about crisps that was really good a few oh, years yeah, ago, yeah. where people just did like really Crisp in depth reviews. reviews of crisps, mm. and if you treat them earnestly, people, people will read. People, it's like anytime you want to talk to someone and you're like, I don't really know what to talk to them about. I always end up talking Crisps. to them about food or something. Yeah, food is the handiest thing. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. eats mm-hmm. a couple times a day. Yeah, yeah, and everyone has like. Um, perceptions about food and disagreements and then it can be funny because people have really weird hills to die on and stuff I have so many food mm. hills to die yeah. on man. I'm eating biscuits again I'm sorry I'm just getting my life <laughs> no I'm actually going to eat my chocolate now so Alan you can fill the time okay I will tell a story related to something Sarah said earlier on and then I forgot to jump in so we when we were 9 or 10 we got a Mega Drive as, uh, a, as a surprise I told this in Rose Chestnuts but I'll tell it again here um, so my parents put a letter on the tree and hid the Mega Drive away from the tree and my father was filming us opening presents and stuff uh, with the 90s camcorder. Uh, uh, we just didn't see the letter. We opened every present we were sitting down and they were like, what's that? So we looked up, opened the thing and it was like a message from Santa saying, well done and like your Christmas tests. Mm. We're like nine, we didn't do tests. And then I said, look over there, there's a special pri- prize for you. And the camera, both of our heads just shoot at 90 degrees and then we put out a mega drive out of the corner and we're obviously delighted Iconic. because we had a Game Gear and I started buying or getting computer game magazines, Sega magazines. So I knew the Mega Drive was on its way. Yeah, oh no, yeah. I knew I knew it was amazing because it was the Mega Drive too. So it was out years by then. Oh okay. So so I knew all about the Mega Drive, but knew I didn't have one. So just finally seeing one and going, we can play Streets of Rage now because it was Streets of Rage, Shinobi, Golden Axe, Super Monaco, Alien Breed. Was that on the one cartridge? Two cartridges cost two cartridges. I know. I have yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. We Fucking love. Golden Axe. Jesus. That, that, playing Streets of Rage and Golden Axe. Fuck. Just, and two players. At nine. Yeah. It's amazing. So much happening on the, the screen, you know? Yeah, because like, we, we had a Commodore 64 and a Game Gear. Oh, So right. jumping from Commodore 64 up to that was... Different world. Yeah. It's amazing. Fucking hell. Mm. I worked in GameStop for a period. Um, Did and, you do Christmas? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple of Christmases. Mm. And it was... I mean, it was terrible, but like the um, Christmases were particularly odd. And I worked there mm. the year the Christmas that the, that the Wii came out, which is a long time ago now. Mm. But uh, again, technology always feels like it saves its advents for this time of year because of consumerism. Yeah. But that also is kind of interesting mm. because it's like the dial switches forward, you know, like kids who will remember technology leaping or like yeah. the way that games work leaping will remember it at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's in a way, it, it, it marks the progress of like technology and yeah. art mm. so and cool. the world. It's fucking deadly. Yeah. 
like yeah that was a really really serious Christmas that Nintendo 64 one because you get a lot of life out of them when you're a kid you know mm-hmm. like you really really do we got yeah. Switch this year and, is it good? Uh, oh, it's outstanding um, genuinely genuinely it's well worth the money like. holy shit absolutely. and it's also so cute I love primary colours it's gorgeous looking mm. yeah and it's, it reminds me of like stuff I used to play with when I was a little kid like it's designed like big kind of simple plastic things yeah yeah. and we got our we got our Wii U and the first year that we moved to California for me and Carrie have the same birthday and um, same day uh, uh, he's the day before me so no it's way. like yeah but he's like three years old but yeah. give or take it's like well we both have a birthday now it's yeah. great but that's pretty pretty, pretty gorgeous but it's also uh that means that we kind of sometimes get a joint gift, which is very thoughtful, very oh, cool. Yeah. So when we first moved to California, we got the Wii U and that became our like home entertainment system. But here's the really scary part of that sentence. That was five and a half years ago. So we hadn't got a new console since then at oh, all. Wow. So our primary home entertainment system in California and here was the Wii U. Yeah. Mm. And it still has little me's on it who are our friends in America who we haven't seen since. Mm. And it's, oh. it's become this time capsule. So we got the Switch recently and Jesus, Mary and Joseph, it's fucking good to know because I'm ironing it up it's yeah, great I've Mario, never Mario a big Odyssey, for myself I've Mario played, Odyssey is yeah. the most it's emotionally be- it's, it's, it's I actually again I'm just not going to start because I won't mm. stop See, I've never played a 3D Mario game oh, or any Zelda babe. past six hours of Ocarina of Time yes. so I feel like I have to make I a jump I feel like they're both things that are extremely your shit they're so your I know shit, see we, yeah. we were Sega kids we were locking to Sega uh, so. and I know a lot of Sony kids as well who are like yeah then we, we moved on to Playstation I was PlayStation. Nintendo PlayStation. PlayStation. PlayStation change that actually let's do that PlayStation a PlayStation 2 PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. PlayStation. the Xbox <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I, Nintendo um, had, mm. Nintendo I had a Game Boy because my mom and I were really like oh I don't want you to have consoles I want you to like go outside. read and go outside and stuff mm. that's fine but then my friend like is she's the same girl who was really into Zelda and her brothers were gamers and I learned so much from her and she lent me her Game Boy. She lent me her purple transitions Game Boy Advance. Trust. That is oh she's the one of the best people I don't know. That's and great. She lent me Pokemon Silver and we were all obsessed and then I remember I got a handheld I got a a Game Boy Advance with my confirmation money. The flippy one. The yeah, SP. Yeah, yeah, the SP. Um, so I was always, I only ever really played small consoles because I was less intimidated because usually in video games, like it would be a group thing and I would be scared I'd get it wrong when people that were watching wild, me. wild because they were such solitary pursuit for me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Me too, yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. really, they were like a pilgrimage that you would go on alone yeah. into these weird digital worlds. Mm-hmm. They, they were all, it's almost sometimes strange to me to talk about video games out loud because I feel like they're only something, and it's weird because The Legend of Zelda is one of the biggest franchises in the fucking world, yeah. right? It's enormous. But you're like, that's we just both me have and Zelda tattoos, yeah. Alan. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like we are, <laughs> this is an experience that belongs intimately to yeah. many people. But I'm like, yeah, it was mine though. Yeah, mm. I was. It was on me. Who's you're the only one who had played it the way you played it, though. Do you know? Like, I don't know. Like, well, you had. But I feel like, like other people have intimate emotional experiences with these stories. The same way mm. other people have intimate emotional experiences with books, which is literally why Juvenilia exists. Yeah, you know? it's like you like, pick you you get what you get out of it, and it could be completely different. Completely and then when you different. talk to someone about it, you can get a whole new perspective on something. Like that's what I've learned from even doing this. Mm. And you see things in like a totally different light, and it's. It's really nice. It is. It's been good. I know it's like end of it's I suppose it's sort of like an end of year episode. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been really nice to like I always just really like hearing people talk about stuff Mm -hmm. that they care about. That they really like. Yeah. Yeah. 
and they like enough to actually want to talk about it at length and take time out of their day and talk mm. to us about it. That they coloured a time in their lives. Yeah. You know, that it wasn't yeah. just, here's a thing that mm-hmm. we did. It, here's a thing that I enjoyed. It's like, nah, man. Like, we, we run deep with things, you know? Yeah. And I think for many 90s kids, and I know it's different for everybody, but for me, like, a great, you know, you don't, consumer culture has changed. You didn't yeah. get a lot of stuff when you were a kid. I don't know, I mm. hung around outside a lot. I always had books. Yeah. But like... I don't know, we don't have that much money. No. You know? no. <laughs> we used to rent a, like, yeah. rent a game for Mega Drive every yeah. weekend on Extrusion. Like, yeah. But you don't need... You never had it for, that, for like a night then. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, nothing was... You got maybe a game of Christmas between you possibly. You absolutely. Know? So oh, we're 60 were, pounds. They like. were fucking 60 or 70 pounds. It was yeah. so expensive. Yeah. Like I was running... If you think... I said to you I got the Nintendo 64 when I was maybe 9 or 10. Mm. I got the Super Nintendo... When I was six, that is fucking a long time to be latched onto one console yeah. when you're a child. Like, yeah. I mean, latched onto one console. Yeah. <laughs> I only had like, I had Mario All-Stars, which had several games and I had two Donkey Kong games. That was it. Mm. it was, well, you that don't was all. need a lot when you're little. You don't. You, don't. you roam those landscapes for longer times yeah. and you replay things. Yeah, you and bond you, into them. You, you'll play it over and over again and be thinking different things every time you play it. Yeah. So Christmas becomes this point in the year mm. when new items come into your life yeah. that you will then probably play with for like fucking six years yeah. or yeah. something, you know? I became so. one of like the best Super Baseball 2020 players <laughs> in the world because it was one of the Mega Drive games I owned. There you so go. Like, I'm going to play this one forever and become very good at this robot baseball game. Uh, I want to get into yeah. speed running for Donkey Kong Country 2 because yeah. that, that's one of those ones I can do with my fucking eyes closed. Mm. Like I can just... But that's so, I think that's so through. cool. Like I really wish that I had the confidence when I was younger like when I was a kid to play things without feeling like I had to get everything right all the time I think that was yeah, yeah. That's I think mad. I'm gonna maybe next year I'm gonna try and play more games and That's not a worry resolution. about yeah. getting it wrong you know because yeah. there's not a real way to do you that come back to just life after get you die done. get Steam yeah. and just get a load of Steam games and yeah, oh, I think Steam I is delightful just humble yeah. bundles and Steam uh, Alan, yeah. I'm going to personally look you in there at this point and recommend Night in the Woods to you because it was my game of the year. Do yeah. you played it? And she was like, Oh my God. It's the greatest game. I it's watched her play it and she was like, the, yeah. di- the dialogue is so funny. It's yeah. so funny. It's like watching you and D talk. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's very. And Scott uh, Benson yeah. is so cool. He's, he's great. He's amazing. He's terrific. And the, there are two little ancillary games that were made, made uh, called Lost Constellation and oh, okay. uh, Longest Night. Yeah. Uh, both of which circle around the mythology that they talk about in Night in the Woods. Oh, oh. stars and it's fucking... Okay. Uh, Longest Night is about an hour long. Yeah. And you play a little ast- uh, little astrolog- astrologer yeah. who's going off into the forest with her telescope to look for this constellation and all the people you meet on the way into the forest because on the longest night of the year is the only time that you can see this constellation oh, emerge. Cool. So she wants to see it and take it down and it's it's beautiful. You can't die. There's no bodies. See, You're that's the thing. There's moving. no like mm. pressure. It's yeah. just I love ex- exploration games. Like the games I liked when I was younger were like Pokemon or Harvest Moon, where it's like I'm just existing, seeing what's going on, non-fucking mm-hmm. confrontational. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it needs to be confrontational anymore. And I, I, I feel like it's 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 odd because I would love to write about games more, and I would, which I mm. won't ever, because that's a terrible idea. But um, you're a woman. I think, yeah, I'm a woman. <laughs> I can't. I've got too many hormones with it. No, never. But I. I think that non-confrontational storytelling is really interesting and I think that uh, video games can achieve a lot and I think they would yeah. without the guns and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're good. I hate all that. Like, like the one of the nicest things about Breath of the Wild, second game of the year um, on the Switch is that uh, I play. I play generally. Is play it nice with on the uh, Well, I mean, you can, you do have to batter things a bunch, yeah. but uh, I play it with my husband, and um, 
because I'm kind of a pacifist, I'd be like, you go over there and kill the giant tentacle robot. Then you give me the controller and I'm going to go on the horse and collect some books for two hours. <laughs> like <Bye>. there is. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to go talk to some people. See you later. And um, do it's a wonderful on your experience. side quest game. Oh, I'm yeah. fully on the side quest. Talk to everybody. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, end of it. And the game me is too. enormous. Yeah. Oh, it's so chill. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I think that there were there were some beautiful advents in gaming this year that were yeah. uh, around non-confrontational and it's making me be like that's things that I can I can find a way in yeah and puzzles don't need to be aggressive either like we're playing at the moment um uh Thimbleweed Park okay uh which is a it's a bit like Monkey Island oh okay um, I'm in and so two detectives solving yeah. a murder in an old town who oh, look a lot like Mulder and Scully okay. so cool. oh pander to me hon pander to me Thimbleweed um, Park okay. yeah it's fucking gas that's it's so very cool. funny and it's yeah. problem solving non-confrontational yeah. non-violent yeah. no time limits no tension no stress yeah. just solve the puzzle mm-hmm. talk to people yeah I, mean, you know, I, like, I love Sims. I love going mm. on Encarta and doing the quizzes. Like, yeah. Oh my the God. gesture on the box. And the stuff. days yeah. in the Encarta, in Encarta, is one of my... So exciting. If I could <laughs> capture that feeling of going through all those weird doors. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so weird. Uh, yeah. I am. You know, will somebody come in and do a fucking episode of Juvenilia about Nightmare? Uh, K-N-I-G-H-T-M-A-R-E. <gasps> Do you oh, remember yeah. this? Yeah. The quiz yeah. show on fucking yeah. UTV. Well, so, this is an appe- a personal appeal. Will one of you come in and do this episode? Because I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was obsessed with Nightmare. To, yeah. yeah. And Encarta kind of gave me those same You sat here one day and watched Nightmare videos. Oh, I did. I totally made you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's fucking so, so good. Yeah. So scary. Someone else come in and do it. Um, but yeah, Encarta had that buzz too. Non-con- this is all attitudes that I get into fucking 2018, guys. Yeah, mm. just good. Non-confrontational. Like, be nice about it. Just Download like, an encyclopedia. Just yeah. Maybe what are do. your what are your New Year's resolutions? Oh, mm. um, it's a terrible question. Be yeah. less hard on myself, I think. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a really good. We're all too hard on ourselves. Yeah, and I I think I have to not do so much negative self talk, and then mm. also mm-hmm. I want to work on like my physical strength more, so I can feel more capable. Get ripped. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna. I want to be able to fight a man in the street. Mm-hmm. As Ooh, I say, excellent. Yeah. yeah, rightly so. You're gonna have to join the gender war. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm drafting myself. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Or things uh, that you're not gonna do anymore? Even. I'm gonna stop overthinking that people don't like me when I know they like me. Yeah. Like just because they haven't replied like to a message so, or something. That imposter syndrome. The yeah. social imposter syndrome social. article. Oh yeah. It's oh, huge. I've read that. It was about how you know when you get invited to stuff, you feel like you're only getting invited because it's like a. A formality because you share the same circle but like oh, why would dragged. someone you know when you're just worried you're like everyone has people that care about them and everyone is worried about themselves so they might not realize how just how many people actually do give a shit mm. you know mm. people like you Alan. yeah i'm mm. your daddy mm. you're like local internet hero yeah sound sound Sweet lad fucking Irish Twitter yeah <laughs> closest thing to a McElroy in the Republic of Ireland oh, I want to be a friend of McElroy next year oh, so friend of McElroy yeah. that's a really I, good revelation <laughs> actually seriously it makes me oh my really god mad. do you want to see if we can interview one of them we'll see if I we can get one of them I've been yeah. trying that sounds, that sounds yeah. like a really good 2018 resolution <laughs> is get a McElroy you know what, in the like, show yeah yeah and also be more receptive to cultural stuff because I had to be reconvinced about the McElroys because I was like, oh, it's just three lads shitting mm-hmm. about oh, stuff. Oh, they're three sweet boys, though. But they're yeah. the sweetest, <laughs> most... Have you listened I love to The Adventure Zone? Boy. I'm like... See, what I did was I started with The Adventure Zone because Dee was oh. like, okay, this is an easier way. Start with, the, start with the CISO TV show. I did. There it's you so go. Good. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
fucking ranch. <laughs> Travis did a hit. It's so good. Eight but anyone who hasn't tried, um, I really love them and they bring me a lot of joy. And I'm, yeah. You have to find the right entry point. Teen names was what Caroline is in them. She hasn't listened to a podcast yet, but I got her to watch <laughs> Teen Pepsi names. names. Yeah. Yeah. Pepsi abstinence. Yeah. The fucking Griffin's resume. A yeah. good vertical leap. <laughs> Is it, yeah. That's like, I think, some of the best comedy that I've seen ever in my life. <laughs> like, I sometimes forget that I can laugh and the McElroy's yeah. remind me of yeah. that. Yeah, mm. and if you're like, when I'm going to work and it's really dark and I'm on the bus and they're doing Munch Squad, you know? Or singing boat drinks. Or, it's just, yeah, yeah, it just makes me happy. And it's nice. And it's nice to, like, they're doing it just for fun. And they're like, it's like you're making money and stuff, but they're they're doing it in a way where it's, it's just about fun and having fun mm-hmm. Being for nice. the sake of it. Yeah. And I think that's really important. They're good people. I started listening to them when I was living in the States and I listened to podcasts because in lieu of human company, effectively. It's the reason I started listening to podcasts. Because you had like a solitary enough job, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, well, like if the nine-month-old can't talk to you, you know, mm. and you can still look after a nine-month-old in extreme detail and care and have all of your attention and emotions put on the child. Yeah. But you can have the radio on. Exactly. So that's when I started listening. So I've, yeah. I've, uh, they're like my mad imaginary bros. Like it's so, so nice. You so feel long. like you have friends. And so I listened to the, all of the adventures on this year as well, which was when I hurt my back, and I was uh, totally fucked for about two months. Like I was completely in not bad like, person. Yeah. yeah, I just totally out of action. To listen to all of the Adventure Zone, except the last episode, of course, in the end, when, when they released the last yeah. episode of the, the arc that they, they, they did, I was like, I don't want to know how this ends. I mm-hmm. love you all too much. But um, that was one of my favorite things of the year, for sure. I that was definitely the, going with the it thing that changed my life probably this year was the Adventure Zone. Right? That and Night in the Woods. Oh, yes. The, two big the Adventure things. Zone. Because yeah. oh, yeah. like, I, I'm at it, okay, and I'm where at a point you? where it's only starting to get a bit like I'm getting emotionally invested. Trust but the way me. people are talking about it, I'm like, what happens? Trust oh yeah, me, you're, after you're on like the, the Crystal metal. Kingdom yeah, area. I'm on Chris- ah, yeah, all right. I'm not there yet. I don't think. Yeah. Trust me. No, because I was the same. Because I was in like. On I've been enjoying it, but I'm like, what's gonna? I'm kind there's of one, nervous. There's one arc in it that's based on Majora's Mask. There's one arc in it that's based on Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. So, like they're all really. I play. I started playing Dungeons and Dragons this year, which is also the. Be- I think it is the best thing that's happened to me this year, aside from I like art start. stuff. Is it good? Uh, it has functionally it. changed it, yeah. my yeah. life. Really? It has completely changed my life. Yeah, it's amazing. I have a really good party and a very dedicated dungeon master. Uh, again, these are sentences that always seem bananas when you say them out loud. No, it makes but, me so um, happy. I play once like, every yeah. two weeks, once a week, and um, we have like a chat group that we uh, like talk about game stuff in and then we have a chat group that we talk about life stuff in and I barely knew these people. I, in fact, two of them I didn't know at all when I, we started playing at the beginning of the summer. And, That's uh, so lovely. They're the best people and it takes a very odd trust to be like let's just make shit up oh yeah as we go and along. like not feel embarrassed and stuff mm. and the dungeon and the role of the dungeon master is very very tough because effectively they're I'm not I'm, under no circumstances am I a dungeon master my brain does not function like that no. but our dungeon master is called it's James it's a big job like, and mm. he's fucking brilliant like yeah. the storytelling is I, I, it's, a, it's a skill yeah and uh, learning to relax once a week and put away do something creative and silly yeah. Mm-hmm. Once a week or once every two weeks that has no this is the Christmas tree theory. Yeah. That has no capitalistic no. gain. Mm-hmm. That is just a bunch of people. Leisure playing. time. Leisure like, time. Yeah. Like, right? Like a fucking normal yeah. person. And um that has been amongst the best thing that happens this year. And I would not have started doing it if I hadn't gotten it. I mean, I played I played a short campaign in San Francisco. I had played before, but that felt very like task oriented. Mm. And like but now to, it's like a big world. Now it's uh, a world and it's gas and the it, it's it's I do again it's 
where are the points this year that you laughed the most? I think exactly. the Rockport Limited changed how a lot of people think of Dungeons and Dragons. Certainly. It kind yeah. of exploded it, Fucking I think. train mysteries, man. Yeah. Because <sighs> I think I find really inspiring about it is that Griffin, all he'd ever done really before, it was like, Griffin's, like he'd done podcasts and then he did Griffin's Amiibo Corner Stop. and then he did The Adventure Zone in terms of like actual creative fiction. Yeah. There's Amiibo Corner. And he's like writing a Star Wars novel. And then, is he? Yeah. Oh, and and they all do they all do voiceover work now in kids cartoons, which bodes well for them being in trolls too. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Stop. <laughs> right. That need I need that to happen so badly. So mm. invested in these lives of these people I've never met. But yeah, yeah. Um, but that's so cool, isn't that so cool? It's, it's one good thing about the internet. Mm-hmm. I know that you're just rooting rooting for sound. You're like, people. oh, I love my boys, my sweet <laughs> sons. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I I wouldn't. Uh, I I don't believe in meeting your heroes, but I also don't. I don't know if I'd be able to speak English, frankly. Um, so I'm just, I would, I, I if, if we get a McElroy and Juvenile, you guys do it and I'll listen. Because oh. I'm not going to be when we got Sarah Quinn. Yeah, I got you. Oh, yeah. No way, really? I was sick and I then I was also in. like, I don't think I can do it. I was like, I'll just, I'll I didn't go screaming. into work the day John Waters came to the bookshop I worked in because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do if John Waters is in here. What the fuck would uh, you say John Waters do? I just, I would be just like, honking and breathing I wouldn't be able to do anything I was like congratulations and walk away thanks which for is being all you. I'm able to do I thanks love for... you so much but th- there you go and I, yeah. I, I, I would be like no you know what I'm not doing this again. No, that's too much mm-hmm. but um, but yeah so yeah The Adventure Zone was a real real nice thing this year yeah. that uh, I will definitely give it another listen it's, again it's so hard to be like please listen to this thing I'm obsessed with because I feel like whenever I recommend things to people like Night in the Woods or like Adventure Zone yeah. or the McElroy's because they're so difficult to get into because exactly. I've been trying to get people to listen for years <laughs> once, no you're, once you're in though really you're like I'm so yeah. sorry to anyone yeah. who has told you that they're good what are your resolutions Sarah? my resolutions for next yeah. year um, besides being more <sighs> quiet in terms of certain internet outputs yeah and stuff. less internet well, your book's like, coming out in February yeah, my book's out in February. Yeah. That's fucking mental. Um, mm. It's very cool. It's very cool. I'm very, very nervous, but I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Sparrow and Found Parts. Sparrow and Found Parts. Excellent. Oh my God. <laughs> my, my, I, don't, I don't know. It's I, I have loads. Yeah. I feel like I grew up a lot this year. Yeah. And I feel like next year I'll probably, I'm, I'm 30 in two months, right? So mm-hmm. that's really strange as well. So um, I, I would like to celebrate more next year. Yeah, I would like to in smaller ways. Yeah, in in general, I don't yeah. celebrate at all. So I I really want to try and mark a few things yeah. next year. I'm like that too. I don't do anything for my birthday and stuff. And yeah. then I'm like, wait, no, the I the year I have done a year. I have I, I did a year. I did a year. <laughs> I am I am longer on this planet than yeah, I was before. Exactly. I, you know, especially because I'm thirty. It's like fucking three decades. It's deadly. And it's so cool. and I'm never gonna a, make Forbes. <laughs> and, you know, you've done a bunch. You can be a media luminary <laughs> in your own heart. <laughs> I don't know. I I think I um I want to I want to apply for a doctorate and I want to That's really cool. There's loads of things mm. I want to like I want to get things moving. I want to finish another book and a half. Yeah. I I I uh I think I want to be I want to laugh more. I want to laugh yeah. more next year. I want to I wanna, like, get some physiotherapy from my back and laugh Physiotherapy more. is my favourite thing. And yeah. I went on Friday and I feel like a new person. I, it's my favourite. I spent too much money on it, but I don't care because I'm self-care. broken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, genuinely, I genuinely need to go do it and I get more tattoos. I'm going to get a tattoo next year too. I don't know what. Oh, me too. Yeah. Ah, you're funny. No, I've none. Because <gasps> I remember when I read Scott Pilgrim, I was like, Are you going to oh. come up to Dublin and are you going to let us go with you to get a tattoo? I'm going to Oh, should we all go do it? Yeah. I would love to go. Because I feel like it's somewhere in Scott Pilgrim and I was talking to Dee the other night. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim was like, 
I'm going to read Riri Scott Pilgrim because I'm pretty sure my tattoo is in there somewhere. Yeah. So I'm going to find it. You're going to find what it is. Yeah. Every yeah. time I watch Scott Pilgrim, I relate to somebody different, and that's how I know it's good. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's I, a really I have, good kind of rule of thumb for like a lot of. I have been things. everyone in that. I'm, yeah. young, I'm young Neil. 100 <laughs> <laughs> I've been every single one of them as, as I've grown up and yeah. uh, it feels odd to outage the characters that you mm. loved like, yeah. like that spaced I'm like they were like fucking 25 oh, oh I haven't watched space in years oh, no. don't you're gonna feel so old Damn. I watched Shaun of the Dead a few weeks ago I was like you're 28 oh she <laughs> is <laughs> would you ever fucking relax you got your whole life out of you like oh, Jesus Christ um, but yeah uh, get mm. a tattoo that's yeah, great yeah. that's really cool what else do you want to do or not do besides um, the like getting people to like you which is pointless you just have to chill and be yourself <laughs> secondly tattoo thirdly join a motorcycle gang I've, I've done that oh. we've been waiting for years yeah I want to do more stand up so I want to do yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like do it. it you should because yeah. you're funny yeah and I'm, it's nice it'd be nice to see you do it and for people to understand that you're, you're funny and that more people I just more people should know you know <laughs> more like, people more, should know more people should get to know what we know <laughs> more people should not like who aren't online like capital O I'm sorry mm-hmm. listeners if you haven't seen Alan's very important Christmas gift featuring All I Want For Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey the greatest song ever written will you please Twitter search that I literally I was like tears you know when you sometimes eyes. say screaming into Twitter and you're not screaming I was screaming fully screaming <laughs> I know I was <laughs> but like actually sitting there screaming I just didn't expect what happened to happen <laughs> no no tw- it, it's, it blindsided it was the plot twist of the year absolutely yeah. but you even magical. knew about the plot twist what you even knew you knew about the plot twist but I didn't think you were going to employ it I was like oh this is so funny oh he's using I don't want to I don't want to spoil yeah. it <laughs> please go and listen to it it's very Please, important. It's, it's necessary it was um, difficult I forgot. <laughs> you, did, you did such a good job. You yeah. kept them. Like you should play the drums. That's it. It was like playing the drums. Yeah, yeah. I can play. I can do tree limb drums. I can yeah. get a fourth limb going. That's yeah. what always was my. I can barely walk drums. up the stairs, Alan. I was yeah. very impressed. <laughs> yeah, I thought no, it was like, great. I, I can. I know three chords on the mm. guitar. That's all. That's enough. Yeah, that's I punk. Guess. That's yeah. punk. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. you could fully yeah, like maybe I'll, brought out an album in the seventies with that. I'm gonna do more creative stuff too because mm. I have been just working a lot lately, which is good, and I've been enjoying it. But I but want don't let to it do stuff. All the creative energy from you either. Yeah, mm. I want to do something for myself and maybe submit to some like competitions and shit. Good like woman, yeah. do it. Yeah, it's just a couple of emails. You yeah, know? see, like I've been putting stuff off, and then I'm like, oh, why am I doing that? Why am I so scared? And then I'm like, because of everything. But I'm not going to be so scared next year. Yeah. Good. If we got through this one, we'll get through next yeah. one. Yeah. Right? Seriously, I swear to fucking God. Like culturally, Come at me. culturally, there has to be <laughs> culturally there has to be bitch. a turn. Mm-hmm. There has to be a turn. Like, yeah. it, I mean, again, this feels like one of those idiot statements where it's like, it's fine, Hillary's going to be the first woman president, and then fucking six weeks later, everyone's like crying into their fists. Uh, but yeah. I, I hope it isn't. It doesn't sound naive or like an idiot statement to hope. It's that nice to be hopeful. I think mm-hmm. it's all you next got year sometimes. things turn. You know, and I, I would like to turn them around. To not just let the news eat me so completely. Mm. I want to read more. That is, you know, pe- like, worlds that people are creating that aren't to do with this one directly at this moment. Yeah, that speak more to human condition rather than flashing news and uh, traumatizing everyone on the low key level. Yeah, constantly like active, actively pursuing things that speak to a 
a, a less um, ephemeral thing, you know? And yeah. that's hard because the internet's a hell of a drug. Mm. But yeah. like, it, less less time engaged in the disc, the, with the discourse, yeah. the discourse of discourse. Unplug sometimes your brain. Yeah. And you know what else is good and I recommend you guys to do it is if you're feeling uncreative, get like a kids crafting thing from Tiger and just do oh, it. Oh, just make mm. something nice. Like even like make a friendship bracelet or something. Me and like, Carrie used to do Legos. We used to just do yeah. a big Lego kit. Yeah, and we'd be Lego. super That's fucking lovely. I got Carlan Lego Wally last Christmas <gasps> and I think it's the best thing I've ever bought her. I know what they look like. They are so beautiful. It's He's amazing. such a happy little guy. Yeah. He's such a friend though. like the height of, about the height of your you know, water I, I know Wally isn't yeah. a Christmas movie but I feel like it should be. It has all the Pixar same films emotional depth yeah. as a yeah. Christmas He has Christmas lights in his trailer. Oh, therefore, it's, it's Christmas yeah. Louis. Yeah. What Christmas set movie is you guys' favourite? I guess. It's a, it's a good Meet kind of... St. Louis. <gasps> Judy Garland. It's a crier though. Oh, yeah. And it's also about sisters and I have a sister. And when we movies were... Movies about... Like, we were, no. It's too much. But yeah. it's also... Um, a colossal Christmas movie for me yeah. it's me and St. Larry and uh, it makes me cry hugely like my favourite song is All I Want For Christmas Is You my favourite Christmas song is Wham's All, uh, Last Christmas yeah. I Gave In My Heart those are two different things very um, different yeah very different the best song ever written is All I Want For Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey yeah. Fight Me To Death um, but uh, Have Yourself A Merry Little Christmas uh, I feel like everyone has a crying switch yeah mm. and that's my crying switch you I feel it why. in the back of your like throat like everything goes up yeah. 20 degrees yeah. and you're mm. like uh, yeah, it's it's too much, but it's also there. Muppet Christmas Carol um, is very very profound for me. All the Muppet movies are Muppetary yeah. festive for me for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Sound of Music, yeah, also not a Christmas movie, but, but it like, is. I mean, it's, it's also like, a Christmas. It's a Christmas Day movie. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it's on and you'll watch it. Jeepers, yeah. it's really close, guys. End I'm I'm really year. excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Give it to mm. me. Um, oh, there was something you touched on there that I wanted to talk about, which is um, versions of Christmas carols that you've heard somewhere mm-hmm. that are only the, the kind of the version that is kind of the, ver- the version that's in your head. So have yourself for a Merry Little Christmas. The version that's kind of my version is a version that a guy called Niall something sang in the at the, the jazz night, the weekly jazz night in UCC when oh. we were in third year. Oh, wow. And it was the Christmas night and he got up and just sang him in a piano. And it was just the, the most beautiful thing with all the perfect lights. And it's like... Oh, twinkling away. Yes, everybody was in bits. And then when we were in secondary school, I was in the choir and we used to do the Christmas carol service. We used to do it six times, one for each year. Jeepers. Every year. And all the versions of those carols are like the definitive versions of those yeah. for me. Yeah, the classics. The Our Holy, oh Holy Night was <sighs> massive. That's an amazing song. Like, on... Do you know you listen to Wonderful D? You know Griffin what? I listened to that, which bit is also today. ASMR, yeah. where it's so, Griffin and Rachel just speaking very tenderly yeah. to so each other into he a microphone. Said, oh, holy night's the only carol with a drop. It has oh, a drop. Shit, it has a drop. We I we dropped that fucking song six times a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We went Fuck. massive with it. Yeah, that, that and our true. version of Do You Know It's Christmas. We used to, have to do a version of Jingle Bells with like a funky drummer drum beat. Deli. Oh my god! And it's like just, you know, these are all like the. Did you, see, did you see on me. Twitter that this, I don't know who did it and I don't think she saw it coming a mile away where she was like, I'm very pleased to present to you my Christmas single, the alto track, the alto yes. backing vocals from the version of All I Want For Christmas Is You that I did in like sixth it's grade brilliant. or something. Yeah. It's one of the funniest things I've Natalie ever seen in my life. Holly, I think her name is. She was, uh, that's yeah. a gift. Yeah. 
a festive yeah. gift to all of us yeah. was mm-hmm. that it's fucking gas if you've ever sung in a choir you'd absolutely I was in I was in the Garda Ladies Choir I'm not a cop not related to a cop don't have any cops in family <laughs> but I was in the Garda Ladies Choir when I was when in college you want to have a sing I don't know what, was there. My, my godmother is, is wonderful and yeah. uh, she's been in the Garda Ladies Choir for a very long time and her and her best friend uh, used to go every week and in college they were like you're fucking drinking too much wine and you're miserable like, come to choir with us so they brought me to choir and uh, we did, we did loads of old folks homes and carol yeah. services and it was fucking great. Seeing in a group is such it's a cool so feeling. It's amazing. It's like being yeah. part of a machine. It's yeah. beautiful. Are you a first or a second? I'm a first. Um, oh. I'm a soprano for I'm my sins. I kind of wish I wasn't a soprano. I'd like to put a light to be an alto because they get yeah. to do cooler shit when they're on their own. But uh, yeah, I was do. like the little one in Sister Act. I was definitely the youngest there by a country mile. It was nice. Mm. It was really That's nice. Really lovely. Oh, they're That's all really so lovely nice. to me. It was a really lovely time. I was only fucking 20, 21. Like, it was very small, but... Uh, it was gorgeous being yeah. part of that and seeing yeah, the group. carols and all. I'd love to go back to choir actually. Yeah, Are you still in choir on? Yeah. yeah Deadly. Yeah. It's such yeah, a cool thing it. to do. I remember yeah. you told me that you did it. I was like, that's, that's we, so cool. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, actually, the best, thing I did, the best thing I did personally this year was um, we had a teacher called Brother Ben in secondary school mm. and he um, was musical director for every second school show and he was the choir director as well. So he, uh, when I was in transit year, he made me join the show without auditioning because he knew it would be good for me and apparently he did that a lot for people who were shy it's you and it was honestly the best thing that <laughs> ever happened to me welcome to the spotlight yeah, yeah. And, and the choir as well we did and we've like won awards in the choir he's a, and then he started writing his own stuff later on cool. and he won awards for that so cool. Amazing. but he retired this year and oh. the school put on a secret surprise concert for him no Stop. brought back loads of alumni people, everybody who'd been in choirs that people who are on uh, the West End now Beautiful. have been in like Stop. films they were all there but we did um we had one of the three songs we did as the alumni choir was one of the songs the song we won the award for so at that first rehearsal as soon as we sang the first note it was like oh fuck transported I am going to be in bits, bits during this yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we were on last so at, um, at the break we went up to the chapel where we used to actually sing through rehearsal yeah and we did it like in the old chapel again oh wow and Stop. the choir director who's the choir director now she was our music teacher at the time she went you didn't actually need that practice I just wanted you to be able to do this tell you I like it Oh, we're like, oh. That's you so were sweet. so strict when we were in school, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then it was just a beautiful, amazing thing to do. It was so, so nice. Yeah. He was so happy because he didn't. He genuinely didn't know it was going to happen. Oh no, I have to surprise. He could, <laughs> every time <laughs> someone came on the stage, you could yeah. see him like looking at the people and going. <gasps> And every just nailed it. No, right. yeah, because they wanted to be, they wanted to make it proud because yeah. they were thankful this for one, what like, he did for them. Even that day, I was feeling sick, and I was like, if this was for anybody else, be I would bad. be not doing this. Yeah, yeah. I think well, everybody was the same. Did you guys go to Panto much when you were kids? Because my nana was in the Panto a lot growing up. Uh, only when and I started going with Carlang, her sister was ah, dancing yeah, in it. Yeah. Yeah. Into the gaiety, like, yeah. you know. Because I feel like, in retrospect, the hall, the community hall where all the pantos mm. were on when I was a kid would be one of those spaces that would be super evocative musically yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, my nana normally... The context of it, like... Oh, yeah, hugely, mm. hugely. And uh, going to see my nana in the panto was... What did she do? Uh, yeah. She was generally, um, like, buttons. Oh, so she'd really? kind of be, like, in low-key drag. That's uh, So she'd be, like, the prince's cool. assistant or... When I when I would have been very very young, she would have been like Robin Hood or things like that. And sometimes she was just a backing singer or a backing dancer. Yeah. But she was always on stage, you know. Yeah. She do that from when she was and really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a background in like vaudeville 
like community theatre. That's cool. Yeah, yeah her That's and my granddad. That's the best stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Her and my granddad met in a production of Babes in the Wood um, when they were That's 15, cool. I want to say, something like that. Mm. And uh, I've been at it ever since. But Panto was always a huge Christmas tradition yeah. in my yeah. house for when I was a child. But we have obviously haven't been to one in ages. Last night was amazing. Yeah. Mm. But the hall that we went yeah. to the, the Panto in is one of those places that would really like evoke stuff mm -hmm. in a really really powerful way it's like yeah. when you go back to your primary school for some reason and, and everything's like, tiny oh. that's where we did the first rehearsal for this thing oh, oh no stop. That, so it was like a walk through fucking yeah, the so corridors we, we did the first one in the hall where yeah. I was Jack Frost in oh, our school play oh my god yeah so that was that stage seemed so tiny compared to it, so it was it was huge 20 yeah. years ago that we did nice. that so yeah that's another thing about Christmas is that Gives it makes you just think about the passage of time yeah like but then you just, I think I'm instead of looking at it, like I know for a lot of people, it's like such a really a hard time of year. And it is because you remember people that were there at Christmases that aren't anymore and stuff mm. like that. But I think this year I'm trying a tack where I'm like, what is good now? Rather than like, oh, that was, that's sad that that mm. can't happen I think, anymore. And I think nostalgia can really fuck you like that. You oh, know? yeah. Because like, <laughs> the subject of this podcast is nostalgia. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes nostalgia, it's not good. At the, <laughs> at, at, the root of the, at the root of nostalgia, it means, I, th I think one of the we those weird tra translations of it is that it means to never be able to go home again. The idea of, uh, it comes from pathos and, yeah. is, is that what it is? There's a few words in there that are, are like, not necessarily joyful words. Mm. No. But the idea of being able to, of growing up to a point that you can't access those mm -hmm. things anymore. So the feeling of nostalgia is something that gives you like a temporary illusion of being in that place again, yeah. something mm. that you literally can't access anymore. And I think yeah. Christmas is fucking like it's Full dripping it. with that feeling mm. of like, oh my God, I'm elder. But like watching Home I'm, Alone, like oh, I'm five. Fuck. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but also at the same time, I'm really glad I'm an adult. Yeah, I'm enjoying being an adult. Yeah. I think it's pretty great. I think I was actually pretty shit at being a kid. I was a pretty dour kid, and I'm pretty happy to be a grown up. Mm. Yeah. So, Christmas as a kid was amazing. But you know what's great? Fucking drinking a bottle of mulled wine with my husband and lashing a load of tinsel over a tree that we bought together. When our cat sets himself on fire with a candle. Do you know? Yeah. Like, it's just a new. It's like you. You're kind of like I know I can't capture that again. So yeah. What can I do now? that I will enjoy now. Like chasing it with a net, like an yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> it all goes back to Animal Crossing. It's like a big notice board full of pins. to Animal yeah. Crossing. Yeah. It all comes back. Animal Crossing. To Animal Crossing. And earlier it was Outlander. They're mm -hmm. the two yeah. cruxes of everything. I think being in a pub in the daytime, a pub with a lot of wood oh. with Christmas music on where I it's quite empty and drinking. Mm. That's nice. That's good. That's an adult thing you That's can do. That's a good adult Christmas. Yeah. yeah. With a turf fire and a big cold point. And it was, I was just looking outside on Thomas Street and I was like, I love my fucking city. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love this town. You know when you get real Dublin about it, you're like, mm. oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Hugely like, I. what I like about being Christmas as an adult, I mean, uh, my dad was very unwell last year mm. and this year he's not and it's fucking deadly. And, um, that's sad. Like, mm. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. It's a miracle. Like yeah. that's you know, yeah. yeah. a miracle. Yeah. We had one. Mm. And um I'm really excited about waking up on Christmas morning and drinking a bottle of Prosecco with my sister with half a litre of orange juice and then going up to my nana's house and, my nana's house and continuing to get pissed with my family. Wandering around. Wandering around and yeah. just yeah. having the crack and then cozying up on the couch and watching Doctor Who with my mother and yeah. like whatever batshit reality TV is on and eating yeah. so much chocolate that I feel a little bit sick. Mm -hmm. Like... A bit too... Like, 
kind of like up on the ceiling with the selection boxes like just but you can't stop can't stop won't stop no mm-hmm. right no you know you and have to do it. You I have never to do stay it. in my parents house anymore because I because I live with my husband who I'm married to <laughs> but we both go to our parents house so I'm gonna go and stay in my old bed and like yeah. the sheets are gonna be real nice and crisp because no one sleeps in that room anymore do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like there's lovely things about being a grown up like t- details and minutiae yeah. that we, when we think back to being kids we can remember what the feel of Christmas Eve pyjamas were and yeah. like um, the feeling of like Putting the smell of tree in the morning in the fire, th- and then th- watching them go, go like the blue yeah. that's gorgeous yeah. yeah and like being allowed to open a selection box before breakfast which felt holy like all of the minutiae You'd being like are you my mom and dad are you seriously <laughs> Letting me do this? Like, you know, and the thing is, I don't remember caring about Christmas dinner as a child. No. I no. thoroughly care about Christmas dinner now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm you delighted. get more savoury. I feel like... Oh, definitely. Yeah. I remember when I was a little kid fully saying to my mom, like, she let me taste beer and I was like, I will never drink that. That's mm-hmm. so gross. That's now great. I'm like, pints, pints, pints. pints. Uh, <laughs> I used to only drink, like, even when I was in college, I was like, I drink wine now. Only the pink stuff. And now I'm like, uh, yeah. fully drinking red wine all the time. Mm-hmm. You Remember know, Guinness, all that good shit. Mm. Like, f- I had olives and I liked them. Olives are great. Yeah. And that hasn't happened to me before. And also I made hummus with beetroot. And Fab. when I was a kid, I was like, this is a disgusting but beautiful coloured vegetable. <laughs> and now I'm like, I need more of it in my tummy. I swear to God, I eat it like four times a week. The 33 so cent good. packets from Tesco. Oh my God. And it's just so pretty to look at. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. So we get to enjoy Christmas dinner as yeah. adults where mm. we're like, Brussels sprouts are actually really fucking good if you roast them in the oven with some bacon and maple stuffing. syrup. Yeah. With stuffing. Gravy it. You know, so there's so many things about being an adult at yeah. Christmas. Least of all, like, I mean, we haven't even mentioned the idea of being around small children who are having a gas time mm-hmm. and being able to provide hilariousness and yeah. wonder to small children. Yeah, like, being the old, like, the weird aunt. Like, that is my goal. Gas moderate. This is, this is the thing yeah. for blind boys. Your gas pissed aunt at two o'clock in the morning leaning oh. into you on the couch having a conversation with you. Like, that's who and we you're get like, to be. so cool. Like, you're yeah. like, I feel so grown up. You know, when someone's mm. talking to you, like, I love when adults talk to me like I was an equal to them. They, oh my God. I yeah. it, I'm still them. overwhelmed when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> like fully. I'm like, hang on. I'm not, not, nope, definitely not nine. Yeah. All my cousins are, well, I have two tiny dinky cousins, Connor and Neve, who are both under 10 and are gas. They live in Limerick and yeah. um, they may not be up for Christmas this year. Sometimes they're up for Christmas. But are my two other cousins, Stephen and David, are in their fucking 20s. So the cousins are all people in their 20s. So it's me and my sister and my two cousins standing in the corner drinking having the crack on yeah. Christmas like, laugh, like there yeah. there are there are joyful aspects which don't quite lack the nostalgic um, like round peg square hole feeling where you're like I want to be a child at Christmas but I also want to be an adult eating cool food and getting kind of pissed yeah. at Christmas mm-hmm. do you know yeah, like the definitely. the wonder and the consumer joy and the alternate worlds and things changing and the magic of Christmas does shift mm-hmm. but it shifts into like chilling out your family experiencing mm-hmm. tradition yeah Eating delicious food. Really appreciating your parents. Yeah, because they they've been kicking it for a hot minute. You're like absolutely fair fucks to you. Fair fucks to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being as and, and I think it brings out generosity in people. Yeah, I think too. genuinely for whatever reason the the turn in the months makes people a little bit sounder. Yeah, everyone's like it's cold. Let's let's try and help yeah. out people mm-hmm. because the disparity in how people live cha- like it becomes more and more apparent at Christmas yeah. as well. And Ireland Completely. is a hot mess. And I, it would be I feel like we would be bereft to, to, to ignore the fact that Ireland is in shit and there's no excuse no. for the amount of homeless people on the streets this nope. winter who are literally dying every day nope. fuck this town like 
thanks <laughs> thanks Leo <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean nice thank one thank you so much we got up so early and oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and had a fucking latte like yeah. get away from me so no. the, the disparities become very very apparent at this time of year so it makes you look at what you have and feel pull like. close feel grateful yep. pass it down the line in any capacity that you can mm-hmm. that's actually a really good summation of what Christmases should be feel good be grateful pass it down the line yeah mm-hmm. yeah 2018 lads yeah. <laughs> merch that shit Sarah. merch that shit yeah. <laughs> live laugh love get it into pennies get into pennies yeah. oh. Here do we, we go. have anything else I don't know do you have anything anything else you wanted to hit on I think that we did a really good job I, I think we did an excellent job yeah like I'm, I'm really trying to think it's the best least. Christmas episode of anything yeah. anybody's oh, um, ever done okay I have not I have an idea what is your favourite Thing in a Cadbury selection box as a final question oh fudge <gasps> what? what I love fudge hot take yeah. fudge is the one that I'm like I guess I'll eat it <laughs> like, no that's the first one I go for I'm like oh a fudge really yeah. I always give our fudge bars to my dad love the, the fudge, fudge bars like it's like a Halloween when you get them and you're like oh there's a fudge bar there and it's like November 4th yeah it's like the chomp like, man the chomp yeah. is like the saddo it's like why is Cadbury why are you still doing chomp, it the chomp's too chewy yeah it's, yeah. I love, it's I love, an effort to I love eat Cadbury's do I want a filling taken than... out of my mouth on fucking Christmas day and there's no yeah. soap no thanks, thank you no. no I love Cadbury's fudge more than like expensive fudge well Cadbury's fudge is nicer than expensive fudge yeah. because it's like it's again it's like a thing that it never never changes so you're but like is it what you want at 7 o'clock in the morning on Christmas no no what well, I want, I want. See, I like, is the very thin I, dairy milk that's oh, my favourite yeah. okay yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it's so elegant and you don't really <laughs> see them otherwise you want to put you on don't. like fine gloves yeah. to eat you know what as well they yeah. remind me of when I used to work in the news agents and you realise what the snacks that people get their little babies are and it's the skinny dairy milks and, and, <laughs> and snacks, snacks. Yeah, yeah. that look gas and enormous in a small hand yeah. they're just yeah. like this Oh, and buttons as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. buttons are. Mm-hmm. I actually am about the buttons, and buttons are my contribution to that. Making because a burger I can, with them? I fully. <laughs> sometimes you open it, they're already a burger, and you're like, yes! <laughs> like, Thank you. I cannot fully justify buying a pack of buttons. And, you know, you walk into the shop and, like, I should be buying a fucking granola bar and fucking <laughs> thinking when I'm thoughts. I should get some fucking mushroom powder and a couple of leaves. And <laughs> a I'm like, chia seed, just what one. I actually <laughs> want is a packet of fucking buttons, lads. So I will be making bargains with my sister to swap her things from her section box for more buttons this white Christmas. or milk buttons uh both yeah. dude mixy bag do you Pop like both giant open. buttons do i fuck i like any chocolate in a disc give like, me a disc with chocolate just give me shoot a disc. Right just in. give me a disc <laughs> discourse of the discourse yeah make that a chocolate button and i'm with you like no problem really? chocolate button with a horse <laughs> no what about like fudge really like, yeah, yeah. I, I love the fudge <laughs> like, well, the whole thing the whole hour has been discredited I, yeah. I, I know I, it, I upset people um, <laughs> I knew people didn't like me that's oh, fine that's uh, the proof uh, no but like in terms I have a, a weird dry taste in sweets as well because you yeah. know I love Dolly Mix as well which nobody else likes oh my god no fucking all that. I know I love Dolly Mix we haven't done a food episode of Juvenilia no. either not, oh, not, really? not licorice that's a good one get these Cohen in to do that not licorice like the end of the Sweet the Dolly Mix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like the little kind the of cubes. With the little white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, they should serve only as a decoration for more superior baked I, like I could I goods, eat bags of it. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Mm. But I completely understand. They do kind of have the same consistency as a fudge bar. Yeah. yeah. It's that, that texture. I mean, like that texture. I guess. Yeah. Is that marzipan, Adam? 
It's kind. Of, I do love Are marzipan. Are we back to almonds? I do love marzipan. Have we gone <gasps> yeah. full circle? Full circle. Back, yeah. to back to fucking almonds. That's probably the place to leave it. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you for the year yeah. to thank another successful year of D McDonald's artwork. Yeah. Thank you again. It's still good, D. It's yeah. still good, D. Ball on. Another Your year. campsite is pinned. <laughs> another year being on the Heads Up Podcast Network. Yeah, Thanks, very good. Alan yeah. Bennett and everybody there. It's Thanks been team. a good year in podcasting. Sorry for kicking else. the table and making ASMR noises all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot um, of mouth sounds. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks you, Ellen yeah. and Sarah. It's been, thanks, cool. it's been a great year. It's been yeah. cool. Glad to know you. Yeah. Fair play to us. Yeah. Go team. Yeah. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas. Festive time, Hanukkah, whatever it is. And a brand all new year. Yeah. yeah. Wipe that side clean. How's? Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bye. 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 HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details. Do you have a feeling Elon Musk is evil, but no solid proof? Are you able to eat carbohydrates in public without causing a scene? Do you think you should be learning how to code, but you're not really sure why? You need a podcast. A podcast is an audio file of between 30 to 40 minutes starring three women. Well, ours is anyway. Join us every Tuesday morning, or whenever you listen to podcasts, as three dumb women try to become smarter by investigating the topics we should really know by now. Search School for Dumb Women on iTunes, Acast, or your podcast vehicle of choice. Because it's a woman's right to choose her podcast. <laughs>